Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to episode 214 of Proudmore. No, the world's number two! Wow, podcast in the world! Another pod, do not relent! Now introducing our starting lineup, me, I'm Slide Whistle. Making his way to the ring, number two's entrance to this year's World of Warcraft podcasting Royal Rumble, it's your boy, Immunization. Who's that coming from the audience? Not because it's his signature entrance, but because he wasn't invited. It's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And what's that? He has a mic. Let's see what he has to say. If this episode was a Pokemon, it would be Heracross. And I think that's pretty cool. Is Heracross 214? Heracross is, in fact, number 214. According to this this hasty Google search I did that just said, oh, Pokemon 214. <laughs> Honestly, Heracross is one of the cooler Pokemons. Um, I venture to say maybe even my favorite bug type Pokemon. He was on my ill-fated uh, Pokemon Scavio bug team before I was like, wait a minute, other things are coming out. <laughs> I don't want to play you anymore. And dropped it like a bad habit. Speaking of things that are like good Pokemon, we got a hot fucking review to read from the Apple iTunes, according to Grandpa yeah, Immune yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in our pre-production meeting, Aaron was like, Immune, where did you find this? Where did you, where is the review at? And I'm like, mm, let me see here, young whippersnappers. We got this review from the Apple iTunes. And then I was immediately like, guys, I don't know why I just called it that. iTunes is dead, homie. But it's it lives, it lives for this one week so that we can read our very nice review. Yes, so for the first time in a while, we'll be taking shots in honor of this review. It's a five-star review. <gasps> It's a five-star, 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 five-star review. I'm doing the Booker T look at my hand, head swivel shake. Hell yeah, it is. And this one is submitted to us from Muv. And Muv says, five stars, consistently funny. Coming back to the world of Warcraft after a six-year hiatus, this pod has been my go-to podcast. Clever, useful takes, and perfectly irreverent con content. These guys enjoy the game in the manner that is consistent with enjoying a game. Cheers, Muv! <laughs> the cavalry's here. <laughs> they don't enjoy it incorrectly. Hey, you know, a lot of a lot of wow people and content creators definitely, I would say, enjoy it incorrectly. Or don't enjoy it at all. But yes, thank you for the review. Um at least slide whistle and I have uh, shots of vodka here to take in its honor. For the first time, we actually pre-filled our shots to put at our desk. It only took us this many episodes to become timely <laughs> with drinking. I'm just going to drink a lot of Miller High Life. Just an, a disgustingly high amount of Miller High Life. And then I'll burp right into the microphone and sell it for fetish money. I thought you were going to say milk. And I was like, oh my god, dude, don't drink any milk. Well, I'm doing that afterwards. Also for fetish money. <laughs> Um, for reference, um, I'm drinking out of an Iron Man Armored Avengers shot glass that my grandma gave me for Christmas. And I'm drinking it out of a Incredible Hulk shot glass that Slide's grandpa gave me for Christmas. Now, was it just the two of those, or did you get a whole fleet of Avengers-themed shot glasses? Uh, there's a Thor and Captain America, but they're dirty right now. 
<laughs> yeah, they're dirty. Check me out after this for my fetish content where I drink out of the Captain America one. I just realized, okay, looking at my desk, I have shot glasses that are lined up literally all from the past time you took shots. I'll take a picture and put it in host chat so you can see this mess on my desk. But here we go. Cheers to Muv and the review. Cheers, Muv. The cavalry is here. <laughs> I just drink lawnmower beer, so I'm okay. Is that the one that's supposedly the champagne of beers? Yes, that's why we get it. It makes us feel slightly better. All right, at the Anarmy, I posted a picture of my shot glass arrangement from, I don't know, two months? <laughs> Probably? From all the uh, review shots I've taken? Um, you'll find it at our Discord at donotrelent.com in pics and memes. And if you want to get in on the aforementioned fetish content, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash donotrelent. Wow, look at our little professionals today, huh? And just for the record, like, there's not actually fetish content, but we do have a more risque bonus episode that comes out every other week. Oh, shit. You can find that on Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. There you go. Them's the plugs. If you're still here, now we're talking about the video game. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, folks. <laughs> <laughs> when we said that the show is personality driven, we meant you're just going to hear about us for like the first 10 minutes and then maybe some Warcraft. That's podcasting, baby. Okay, so let's let's start off with our raid progress, huh? Because I... <laughs> yeah, so we said to Aaron last week on the podcast, I believe, that we only got one, one down, but we believe that next week is when we're going to really have a breakthrough. And boy, howdy, did we. Yes, we have. We have shot, catapulted our way through the ranks of the Vault of the Incarnates. We are currently, what, four out of ten? Five, Five out, out of, of eight? There you go. <laughs> Five out of eight. Fractions. How do they work? I don't know. But yeah, uh, so going into this, we had already killed Eggnog and Taros, and then this week we downed additionally Primal Council, Senarth, and Kurag, correct? Correct. Daphia was the one that I said, we're not killing this, so nobody even think about it. <laughs> And luckily, the universe made sure to sort it out, because right as our raid leader, Lin, was like, okay, guys, one more, I think we got this, uh, his entire world exploded. And it was like, okay, just kidding, <laughs> he's gone, so we get to leave Honestly, today. thank God. <laughs> so I was like, I, I really, really hate that fight. So me and Immune, we have we do weekend raiding, we're raiding like five nights out of the week, we're crazy, and we are seven out of eight heroic, and... The minute we hit Daphia, I was like, this is going to be a problem for us. It's a problem for dogs with jobs sometimes. Like, they sometimes it kills them. So it's it's difficult. But I, I really do think once we get our healers back, we're missing some healers because the tank's out. So our one of our healers is tanking. And then Cynical just disappeared again into the British Abyss. Where the fuck did he go? Not sure. It is quite the shame, though, because we've been three healing these bosses and i do not envy that on behalf of these healers because these are some pretty healing intensive fights especially with our squad who likes to stand in a lot of things i speak as somebody who stands in a lot of things i feel like it's that increased mobility as an evoker you're like i can go anywhere so you choose to go nowhere i know that's usually my bag i'm like i can warp in eight directions and so i choose not to <laughs> 
Yeah, no, um, I, Immune has seen some really risk, risque moves I've done where I'm like, I should be dead right now. But if you want to hear more about risque moves, you can go to our page. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that, that's on our OnlyFans. Um, also kidding. But, like, I feel like this is the first time that I've actually felt squishy as a hunter in Raid. And I hunters have been complaining about this all expansion so far, and I'm just like, learn to press exhilarate every once in a while. And now I'm like constantly fighting for my life in these fights. I'm like, exhilarate's on cooldown. The fortitude of the bear is on cooldown. My other leafy cooldown is always on it's always on cooldown. I already used turtle, I popped the health stone, I popped the healing pot, everything. And then I'm like still at twenty percent health, I'm like, I'm gonna die. It's also with me healing you sometimes with my procs and with my um, Healy ring or my Healy jump. I don't know what the focus buttons are called. Also, Evoker's fun as fuck. It, it's officially a sandwich class for me. I can play it one-handed. I can drink a drink while I play it for the, for the most part. It it's feels like I feel like I fin- it's finally clicked and ooh, I want more. I want that fucking heroic staff. We gotta fucking get Diurna down. Realistically, I do think that um, for our guild, for Unomas, Miss Windy will be the hardest for us. I think, like, getting her down, and then I think we have a chance at... Who's after that that we would have to take down? It would be Diurna, I believe, is the next one. Because it's just Dathia, Diurna, Razagath. Yeah, yeah, Aranog's mom. (laughs) His fucking mommy. Oh, and she cares about him. She gets all sad when you kill him. (laughs) My son, my my level one son, who I knew would die when we put him in that spot as the opening boss. Like, come on, girl. You should have known better than that. Also, like, girl, like, you lost one, apparently, maybe your favorite son. But then, like, during the fight against her, she just starts raising up all of her other children for us to kill. I'm like, how many kids do you want to lose today, lady? I all mean, of them. a mom shouldn't play favorites, but Aranagog, he was walking, he was talking, he was summoning other little fire boys. What's what? What are some of these other kids bringing? One can do like an ice AOE if you're 15 feet next to him. I'd sacrifice that kid too. Also, I was like a little um, proud of my nepo baby joke in in raid about er, er, uh, eggnog. I mean, it's a little late uh, in the scheme of things, but like, uh, I feel like this is like last week or this week was the first time I actually realized that Aranog was the son of Diarna. <laughs> Oh, this is my definitely my first week realizing that. I had no clue. And, like, I have my sound on, my audio's on. I just, I guess I just really tune it out without thinking <laughs> about it. Which is funny, because you walk up, and she goes, you killed my son. And literally every attack other than, like, one, where she's like, I'll crush you, is like, you will pay for my son's murder. And then I guess we are on the distance team, so it's like... I didn't hear nothing. I'm just stepping yeah, on eggs. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I usually I'm focusing on the ads and when the ads spawn. And then Diurna always seems to line up. Normal and heroic version. I've killed it every single week. Every single time it's about to be a break time, I rolling up those fire stairs, I dip. I go piss. I go make a sandwich. I chill. And I come back and it's time to fight the boss. So I never actually have been there for her talking at the beginning. Yeah, and I believe she starts her uh, soliloquy about her us killing her son as soon as the first person enters her room. So I feel like a lot of us are still like fighting for our lives against those balls down the bottom of the stairs. And then like the tank enters his little toe into the room. And then she's like, my son is dead. And we're like fighting for our lives, not listening. 
I can't hear because my fucking my fire breath's so loud, and the, the the elemental guys are screaming in my ears. Like the like the fucking oh, um, my cat's on my lap for the first time. She interrupted me. Go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. Also, in dramatic news, I mean it's still the same news. This is the first time in a long time that this group has passed the other group. Now, I will say it does not really count <laughs> because the other group by this point has what six people in it. <laughs> They fully set themselves up for failure with their time change to, like, a time that is, corresponds to basically 3 p.m. on a Tuesday server. Yeah, it's kind of a choice of a time, but, like, I get it. You want to make sure everyone can raid, and this does ensure everybody can raid in a way, so it's fine. But it's very weird, you know? Oh, also, in addition to our heroic prog this week, we also blew up normal. We were like, we're going in there with our skeleton crew of, like, down a few people... We are killing Eggnog, skipping, killing Diurna, and killing Razageth. Like, one-shotting them, basically, I think. And I'm like, who are we? I, really, this gives credence to how nerfed these dun these raids are in comparison to Shadowlands raids. We could never do that with Nathri at this point, I don't think. Nathri would still be kicking our asses. Fucking, uh, the council there would be killing us. The, what's the, what are they called? The Stone Legion The Generals. council, well, yeah, so there's Council of Blood, and then there's also the Stone Legion Genitals. Genitals? Yeah. Genital jousting. Buy it on Steam for 69 cents. That's not a joke. Or, I own it, we can net play with me, because anybody can play with me for free, because I own it. It's, it has remote play to it, everybody. Hit me up. Oh boy, it's like Mario Kart DS. But what I was going to ask is... Is this an observation that the world has made that Vault of the Incarnates is like wildly undertuned? Do you think that Blizzard will change it for the next one? Or they'll be like, this one's an easy one. You guys had a hard time in Shadowlands. This will be easy street expansion. No, it's on purpose. And I believe Blizzard design leads actually made a statement about this saying that they felt as if Shadowlands raids overall were overtuned, and that is not what they were going to be doing going forward for Dragon Flights. Yeah, for Dragon Flights, they said that they were, were going to make it a lot uh, more accessible and not as fucking abusive as Shadowlands was. Because they weren't <laughs> kidding gotta, about that shit, man. You gotta think, like, the dungeon raid lead, was it, like, the same guy? Was it just like, fuck these kids? And then they were like, I don't know, Jeremy's got a bad dude. So for, like, for Dragon Flights, they just changed him out. They just swap places. That's why the dungeons have felt so fucking awful. They're still nerfing the dungeons, and you know what? They still kind of feel awful. Not as bad, obviously, but goddamn, they hurt still. <laughs> Jeremy's over there just getting ready for Lightlands. He's like, oh boy, it's going to be real tough again. I got just wait. <laughs> I'm really cooking something up. I'm going to make Immune's dad so strong in the raid, it's going to make people cry. My My father? Yes, he's coming back, and we're going to fight him. Both of them. We're going to have to fight Flesh Velen and Puzzle Piece Velen at the same time. Not PP Velen. I, I was like, what's Joel got to do with this right now? <laughs> Joel. Whoa, would you, would you mind if I borrowed some of your nachos? <sighs> Different Joel. <laughs> have you seen my dog? My That's sunglasses. not even Joel. The we same know voice, that man's the same name. voice, and the same voice that I do. <laughs> God, any new listeners? I'm sorry. Have you seen my Tupperware container? I'm hiding under my bed from you guys because I want you guys to use it, and it's all brand new and in packaging. Have you seen my anime mouse? <laughs> 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 what is it? Mouse pad. 
Welcome, new listeners. Welcome to the confusing chaos that is another pod. Do not relent. We we will always keep you lost on what we're talking about. I mean, I feel like literally only the three of us can know what we're talking about at any given time, and sometimes we don't even. But to get back on track, we have like some pretty interesting news this week. Oh, before we get into that, Slide Whistle did Slide Whistle also did the show notes this week. Why do you sound so fucking... I do it every fucking week. Why are you so surprised for? Listeners, I do this every week and nobody fucking appreciates it. It's ridiculous. Well, on that note, I am giving my notice. I am leaving the podcast immediately. When I look at the Google Drive here, it does say that Immune edited it today. So, what, you you were slacking, Slide? That's weird, because I actually did actually update this page. This is my all my work today. Uh, well, okay, slide whistle. Um, you did add a point here as a raid addendum, which I actually did not know this. Apparently, you can get the Razageth dragon skin form from LFR. Good fucking luck to all you sadistic, masochistic fucks out there who are gonna farm LFR over and over again for this stupid Razageth form. Hi, it's me. I'm gonna be doing that. <laughs> well, you can still only do it once a week, right? Uh, yeah, but it can't, do you think an LFR group will be able to clear it in one go? No, you're gonna have to, you're gonna be in there for hours. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know, I've been having pretty good luck with my LFRs. Obviously, I haven't done the Diurna Razagath one, but we really haven't had to restart anything when I do LFR, and I don't know if I just have the magic touch or I'm logging on at the right time, but I'm like, you guys give me hope. You must be logging on at the right time. Uh, I've had Taros groups that couldn't do Taros. And I'm like, it's Taros. Like, what the hell, guys? As a side tangent, I just want to, like, say, Blizzard, please stop fucking putting Halls of Infusion as the weekly quest every week. (laughs) Yes! I'm tired! The whole thing is it's like, you're supposed to use these to explore the Dungeons and Dragonflights. And (laughs) son of a bitch, if it's not just... Ruby life pools and halls of infusion every time. That's what it is this week, and I swear that's what it was three of the last five weeks. Come on, Aaron, be a little fair to these developers. One week it was just halls of infusion twice. <laughs> yeah, and there was definitely uh, old uh, tears hold was definitely in there as well. I, don't know uh, I guess yeah, to. that's that's the big third one is like secret Uldaman, extra Uldaman is also on there a lot. So yeah, I'm I'm trying. I was trying to figure that out. Do we think it's fully randomized, and that's why this is happening? Because it's like so unlucky. Because like when it's fully randomized, sometimes we get shit luck like this. It just seems like there's no way this could be intentional, right? Like I've only gone into the Azure Vault like three times, and it's not. It's mostly because I'm not. I'm less of a mythical man, but it's like, why not that one? Whenever I go in there, I look lost because it's been like months each time. Hey, you did some Mythic Pluses this week. I did. I did some twos on stream, twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Oh, boy. My God. Okay, wait. We got to talk about that for a little bit. That was, I'm so thinking about that. So Aaron grouped with uh, some Horde people. By some Horde people, I mean it was what? Like a Horde DPS and a Horde healer? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was a Horde DPS, Horde healer, and me. We were waiting for a Shadow Moon Valley. And I roll up and I see one of the two guys and it is revealed to me they are fully your enemies until you walk into the actual instance. Even when you're in a group with them, they're still targetable. 
So, like, this reminds me of my original plan going into Dragonflights, which was that, like, we should make a, a key, summon a Horty to the summoning portal, kill them, and then kick them. <laughs> and I, but, like, obviously, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna do that. Cause I'm not, I'm probably not drunk enough to do it, and I'm not that big of a dick. But Aaron had the chance of a lifetime in Shadow Moon fucking Valley, and you took it. <laughs> yeah, the the person lands next to me, and I'm sitting there on stream, and I'm like, can I target him? And I kill this person and then leave their group. And then these two are howling in the chat. And I'm like, that's weird. They even let you do that. And then, of course, the person did come back. And then I did it again. They waved at you. So so he left the group. He's actively applying for new groups. He turns around. <laughs> and the Horde Warlock is there. And he goes... Horde Warlock waves at Gravelina. And he was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. No, wait. I'm gonna kill them. And you flew back and you killed them again. It was great quality TV. Would watch again. I tried to clip it, but like I only got the second time. <laughs> well, tell you what. Go ahead and catch it at uh, Aaron DNR VOD. That's VOD VOD Dumps on YouTube. That's the VOD channel. Uh, it's the most recent five-hour stream. Go give it a look if you want to see me commit war crimes. But you also ran some 13s and... Was the 13s you ran? You yes, ran yes, I did. I did. I'm getting my points up. It's the big, hard thing. I have to be a big boy because, I mean, everyone who's listening to this show knows I'm hashtag epic gamer, but I have no proof, so... I wasn't able to get into any higher stuff. So that's why I was doing twos and threes. But I did run some 12s and 13s and such with the gang. So I'm on my way to what even is it? It's like a scary otter. What is the KSM mount this time around? I honestly have no idea. And what is what is what is Keystone Master even at? Is that 2000, 2400? I don't fucking know. It's at 2,000, and I've seen them out recently, and I could not tell you what it is. It's so unique that I don't have a reference point for it. I believe it's a four-legged beast. It's big. Yeah, it's blue. It has four legs, and it doesn't fly. So I'm like, Ugh. But yeah, you're, you're, you're right that it's a, it's a struggle to join groups. I feel like especially since we combined like group pools with the Hordies, um, people are really selective about who they invite and like your raider io score or like what are they in whatever the in-game version we want to call it is it's like yeah like if if like 25 people apply like of course they're going to pick somebody with a higher score i guess yeah plugging is definitely actually i do think it's harder now with the combined groups because the horde are going to pick horde not only that there's just so many more applicants because the horde and not only answer combined is we're doing it um i found them out though it's called the hailstorm armoradon doesn't even look like anything we've even come across yet. Where does yeah, this thing live? Yeah, it's, it's a real mess of a creature. I'm looking at it here. It's light blue. It's very spiked. It has, like, big Diabolos horns and a big rhino horn with big gnashy teeth. Icicles throws it on the teeth. horns. Yeah, it's like... It's like a dragon rhino, kind I of. I think you might be right about maybe its base is an otic. It's its base is either an otic or its base is either um, what's that one TBC mount? The like lizard thing. The lizard, yeah, the one that you could get for free by pre-ordering TBC or not free. Warp I'm stalker. sorry, for monies. 
Yeah, it. I think it's Warp Stalker body base, but like it definitely. This has got to be one of the most unique mounts I've seen in this game as a reward. Like it looks fucking cool. I'm I'm like forty points away, thirty points away from this. But as we know, the last forty points are always the grindiest part. I actually heard that you people are completing this like way easier than before. Um, you only need to have like a thirteen, fourteen on everything. And maybe like one fifteen or sixteen somewhere, and that's it. It's a lot. It's a lot more easy than before. Oh, because I'm a, I'm a hunter. I'm like at nineteen nineteen or something like that, and I have a, some things that I like only have like an eight in, and I'm like, what the hell is this? So maybe maybe they scaled Kiso Master if it's at two thousand still, based on what a fifteen was in Shadowlands, which would be completing all thirteens. Oh, that I guess that makes sense, and then and then it also makes sense to like lower the bar. For being able to get this mount when the bar for other loot is still fucking higher from 15 to 20s and you know so i mean i think it's good i think it's a good change there this game really feels like it's becoming like just more accessible just in general to people who like aren't as hardcore um like people are like yeah i'm doing i'm 250 i'm 2500 and i'm like that's fine like you can do that but like i'm over here farming rep speaking of farming rep what are do, do you guys know off the top of your head your um your your reputation numbers for each of the four yes packs? i do in fact what do you got what do you got uh 23 with dragonflight expedition 20 with maruk centaur 19 with the walruses and 27 with wow. Accord. you've been hitting those world quests hard huh I mean, I just do everything that is actively available. I don't go back. Like, I only do soup once a week. I only do, like, one hunt per week, just the purple level things. But everything you can do in a day, I do try and do it. You know, this week is the first week that I committed to doing that as well. Um, I'm a little little bit behind compared to you, but I think for me, I am... Okay, so what is it? Dragonflight Expedition, maybe I'm, like... 17 um maruk centaur i'm like 13 or something like that um tuscar and Veldraken, i think i'm 23 on both of them damn okay so like your guys' spreads are honestly a lot better than my spread because like obviously i'm i'm 30 with tuscar well yeah you you um, very right. you very infamously power leveled one and ignored everyone else yeah i'm 30 with the tuscar i'm actually almost 31 with the tuscar i'm actually well, I'd be 32 because the renowned bag no 33 is what i'm almost at because the renowned bag okay, is like three okay. times <laughs> oh, i'm actually listen. 34 actually if i look at it if i flip it upside down i'm 35 you actually don't want to get the bag, by the way. Do not go for the renowned bag. Heads up, everybody. Just I'll, I'll tell you why later. The big, the big G Andrew Tate lied to me. He said to always get the bag. He's a liar. Uh, so I'm 30 with the Tuscar. I'm 18 with the Maruk and with Veldraken. I'm 10 with Dragon Scale Expedition. 10. 10. I literally don't know how you do that. I, I guess if you're actually just ignoring like weekly quests maybe i don't even know what they they do i haven't rock climbed so many yeah the rock climbing the raft they have so many ways to get experience with them okay so i just unlocked the ability to do the rafting world quest like five days ago yeah you did say it on last episode and it left me flabbergasted it slapped me the morning after i heard it again and i was like no way 
But I, I and I also I've never done a rock climbing quest. So the thing is, I I think for me like professions have just taken up so much of my time that my like I'm a fully crafted male crafter. I could do whatever I want for crafting, but like I that takes away time from the other things. Which is interesting because I saw this chart on I believe Wowhead at some point where it's if you are certain professions, then it's more beneficial for you to level certain reputations because um sometimes like a certain reputation does not give you any knowledge or recipes for whatever you're trying to have as your profession so like for me as tailoring and enchanting on my priest it's valuable for me to level the tuscar i believe for enchanting and then the veldrakan accord and the expedition for tailoring and and one of the, one of the other one one of one of those two as well for a second enchanting but like the maruk don't give me anything i don't think so like that's one of the reasons why i was like dragon's head doesn't do anything for me like on the crafting side so whatever but you know i i feel like if i was playing this game not profession minded i 100 percent would have maxed out dragon scale first because they're just so like wacky and fun like i the amount of fun I had doing the fucking Pokemon Snap rafting quest, and then being like, I missed out on this entire time. Like, what is rock climbing even like? I don't even have an idea of what it even looks like. I have no concept of it. I've only planted two flags for Dragon Scale. Two, because I, I just don't that that off at level eight, and I just got that. I mean, to be fair, to, in, my, in my power ranking of like how, which ones are my favorites, uh, the Expedition is my favorite, and the Tuscar like my second favorite, I think, and. I think my, those were my two main targets about things that I was caring about, I think. And Vel, Veldraken is, like, dog shit easy to level just because, like, doing breathing in the sh in um, Dragonflights gives you their rep, basically. But, like, my main goal for the Tuscar was getting up to... I forget what level it was of the Otic training. Was that 17? 14? Um, I believe the Otic training is one of the higher, mid to high teens. Either way, I, on my priest, just needed to get to that because... I think I maybe I've said this already on podcast, but like if you get that unlocked on one character, then it's unlocked on all of yours. So like for me on my priest, I unlocked it. Then I was able to tame the Oddix on my hunter, who is not that proper level. Yes, and if you are friends with them more and more, it's actually easier to be friends with them on other people. So use using an alt, it is actually easier to level up your reputation just because the first guy already did it. Yeah, honestly, this expansion has been very alt-friendly. And honestly, I'm just very, I'm still very impressed with this expansion. I feel like there's a lot of unspoken quality of life things that they've added that are very nice. I feel like currently, my only complaint is that professions are probably the biggest money sink we've ever seen in WoW. <laughs> And it's definitely on purpose, because as somebody who looks at the price of a WoW token constantly, the WoW token is the lowest it's been in a very long time, because people are actually buying them, so that way they can buy the things to craft stuff with, because crafting is expensive as fuck, and I, I don't I don't blame anyone for buying tokens, you know, you get your gold where you can, it's, it's save your time and do other stuff, but it's crazy. I also do wish that the, the rep panel for the four reps included other reps. I am sick of having to look at the reputation bars, like, the old school way. You know what I mean? Like, those, like oh, I'm like, which one is more? Where is it at? I'm hated with who. I'm loved with who. The way that it's set up in, like, the panel with, like, Dragon Scale 19, just right there. If they could have, like, a sub-panel with, like, Rathion, Sabellion, 
Arcane, whatever, the Consortium. Yo, what contract are you guys rocking? Are you guys rocking contracts? Um, yeah, starting last week, I believe, I started rocking with the Artisan Consortium contract, which honestly, DNR me, if you care at all about professions, that is probably by far the best um, contract to throw on every week because their rep is limited and hard to get and it, like okay so if you don't know what a contract is i believe inscription makes them and yes. then you slap one on and for a week you get bonus reputation with whichever faction the contract is with so it's like for any world quest or daily you do you get if you buy the maximum level one i believe it's 15 rep yeah definitely should be doing that but like maybe you want to get like because like for me like i want to get to that level 19 bell dragon so I could fucking see the story beats that I'm missing out on that has apparently, what, six, seven cinematics I watched you do? Yo, so, like, um, I, we were, like, watching Monday Night Raw or something, and I was questing in the background, and I got to whatever it was that unlocked the Isera storyline. I, I Spoilers, but, like, whatever, Dan Army. You know we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Just don't listen if you don't want to hear about what's happening with Isera. I, it's probably Veldraken, right, Aaron? Do you know off the top of your head, like, which uh, rep is yes, like that? Yes, it is. Veldraken. It is Veldraken. I want to say it was, there you go, Veldraken, 19, yep. Yeah, and I actually kind of want to talk about the storyline, because it was, it was, okay, first off, Dragonflights, all of these storylines, love them. I feel like, in-game cutscenes, great. We've, we've said this a lot. I just, I'm just impressed every time. Um, but this storyline is basically with Marithrithra and her son, and they're trying to figure out how to bring back Asera, basically, and what what would be needed to like bring her from the Shadowlands, where she's currently bound to the Winter Queen, to Azeroth proper. And I mean, we've all been talking about for a while that like, oh yeah, Milfurion's going to sacrifice himself. But like, honestly, even though I knew this, I knew that we've been talking about this. Honestly, that storyline kind of like got me. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, this uh, this other green dragon's totally going to sacrifice himself to bring back Asera because he's sad that his son died. He, he turned to me and he was like, it's not Lefurian, it's not. And I was like, what do you mean it's not? What are you talking about? And then he was like, no way, it is still. <laughs> <laughs> they swerved me because um, basically they, basically at the beginning of the Dragonflight storyline, which, okay, Remember when one of the green dragons was, like, speared by the evil faction of Centaur? Yes, Marithra's son got So it speared. wasn't Marithra's son, though. Oh, it was this guy's right. son. Spear! It's a spear! I thought it was said that it was, like, the son at some point, but um, maybe Marithra just considers all green dragons her son, her children? I don't know. I just assumed this was Marithra's consort and he was just kind of a saddington because he was married to marithra who's like she's great great lady not you sarah it's like you you aim to be one of you sarah's consorts you give a settle for the daughter but not anymore after the storyline because basically the capstone of the storyline is uh sarah is no longer the dreamer she's out these pins are wrong um marithra is officially the dreamer of the green dragonflight uh, but and also yes, Melfurion is sacrificed to be bound to the Winter Queen. Well, well, for now, the way I took it, it seemed to be Ysera was like, I have stuff I need to do on Azeroth, but I'm bound here, and Melfurion's like, I will stay here for as long as it takes. So something tells me 
it, they're trying to work it out in a way where Isera will go back. Yeah. And then Malfurion gets to come back. So he'll he'll get to take a vacation for like a couple months if things work out. Yeah, it seems like a really good technique to like have a character be like benched officially. So like, stop asking about them. They're other in Ardenweald, and now you know you can deal with you, Sarah. And then when she has her unfinished business, like in Casper, she can cross over, go back to the other side, and bring back our beautiful boy Casper. The thing that got me was they we went through this whole hullabaloo of having to sneak into the Emerald Dream via Ardenweald, and I was like, why can't we just go there? But I forgot. For all of you non-Maguses, all of you people who can't open portals, the Shadowlands is technically closed. Like, the portal closed, mortals can't get there anymore. Right. And it was also something because, like, the only portal to the dream was through that set part of the Dragon Isles where the green dragons were, but then that one primalist who disguised himself as a blue dragon consort was like ha it's mine now and then like they soft implied that like they were searching the dream for the new night elf tree spirit you know i i fucking told them they have a suggestion box posted right outside the fucking dream grove and i said do not let any non-druids inside anymore and they fucking do it and what fucking happens you guys dirty little mittens let a nasty little dragon in to learn all of our secrets yeah, so what do we think is going to happen with this uh, new world tree seed? Like, are they going to plant it on the Dragon Isles? I thought I... <clears throat> woo, I almost died there. Whoa. Yeah, that was a fun noise. Uh, <clears throat> I thought they already had. I thought I remembered seeing them put it in the ground and, like, the stereotypical sprout with two little leaves came out. I thought that they were going to... Um... No, actually, that's what I wanted to say. I thought like that, too. Wait, so it was already planted there then? Or did I miss that? I, I need to go back and rewatch these storylines because I was also paying attention to Raw. <laughs> yeah, I could be talking out of my ass here, but I swear at the end of this thing, Marithra put it in the ground and like a little bit of shaman, ma or shaman, ooh, wrong people. A little bit of druid magic made it grow a bit. I swear they already planted the tree in the shady sanctuary. I, I also think they did, but because like you said, I had to rewatch this because I want to see Sami Zayn. He's on Raw right now. So your your head was on a swoop back and forth, back and forth between both screens. Because every fucking time a cutscene ended, I'm like, oh, that has to be the last one. And then Marithra just like, autom I just talked to her to turn in a quest and it automatically launches into a new cinematic. And I'm like, oh, very obviously this girl does not know how to do cutscenes because like, obviously these are her first ever cutscenes. She's a little too <laughs> eager or something. I don't know. She's too fucking new to the scene, this fucking scrub. I was like, she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> she's innocent. Don't blame her. No, I don't blame her. I stand by her. She's my dreamer. Dream on. NCT Dream Marithra. But yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of uh, all these storylines. And I feel like it's interesting that it like took this long for some of us to experience these stories. Like, it's crazy to me. Well, I'm, just, I'm I'm over here like I still got another level to go before I can even look at the story, <laughs> and the, the and the fucking dragons gonna have stories, and I'm like I'm so far away from those ones. Yeah, the final story I say final, but it's probably one of the final ones is Dragon Scale Expedition, and that's at uh twenty twenty seven, I believe. So you got a ways to go. Yeah, that's what the adventure guide says for me to work towards. Now it's like, damn, that's a while. <laughs> Last week was a little early. This week it's a little late. 
but we get to check in with my girl grow. Hello once again, Growl here, sitting side by side with my new compatriot, Gilgood. Gil, I'ma keep it real, I don't have any question to ask you. I was just getting a lot of flack from the board, saying I hadn't had enough Drakthiron for being in the Dragon expansion. So, how's your day? Hmm, okay, just queuing for halls right now. That's super rad. Hey. I just got a call from the board mid-show here. They actually kind of need you to be a dragon instead of an elf. Better for ratings, you know. Can you transform and take that one again? Oh, okay. How's this? Much better. Cool. Yeah, I'm just skewing for halls right now. Think it's gonna be fun? Probably not, honestly. Well, them's the breaks, kids. Dragons hate learning about their history. I didn't say that, LOL. But speaking of history, time to school you all with the facts that the boys will be dropping right now. Oh boy, I foamed all over my equipment. If you want to see the extra sudsy pictures, go on friendlydads.net. <laughs> Friendliest dads on the net. <laughs> Go to friendlydads.net. Uh, I'm a cat dad. That counts. That's a real website, by the way. I know who owns it. Like, personally? Like, it's yeah. your, your childhood friend, Greg? I help contribute to friendlydads.net. Friendliest dads on the net. Investigate it. Oh, oh, boy. I sure will. Talk about something while I look up these great dads. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, we officially have, which we opened this earlier, the 10 point. Oh, 0.5 patch notes, which is quite a fucking mouthful. A lot of this we've already talked about piecemeal here and there, but having it officially formatted in this big, big text block is fantastic. And there's some new shit I didn't catch before on this list. Yeah, also, just for y'all's listening's uh, reference, this patch is coming out by the time this, when, when this comes out, um, if you listen to it timely, it's the next reset. So, like, on... Tuesday the 23rd or no 24th um is when this patch is dropping yes slide whistle the media file on friendlydads.net doesn't play you probably you open, might want to opening it in firefox friend. internet explorer uh my phone's safari oh i probably just oh safari it's not safari supported sorry everybody open it on a pc uh anyway <laughs> so uh, we had some news passed through pass through this week. We weren't recording. Uh, the, the Honestly, the biggest one on my top of the list. War mode can now be turned on from Valdraken. Honestly, Lizzo's It's About Damn Time. Like, we should honestly have it be able to toggle on and off in all of the expansion major cities, I think. So, like, Stormwind Org, and then, like... Veldraken, Last Expansion, Oribos, Boralis. Yeah, I'm okay with them going retroactively and being like, Major Capital City, update it to be able to turn on War Mode on and off. Because, like, no one's turning on War Mode in Boralis for a tactical advantage. That's not, that's not going to be a thing. <laughs> 
I think every capital city going forward should have this. It just makes it more accessible. Having to tell somebody who joins your group, yeah, hey, go, go to Stormwind, turn it on, come back. By that point, you're going to get kicked because why wait for you when they can get somebody else who's already ready for it? This is a fantastic change, and it just takes away one more loading screen out of my fucking rotation. I would hearth the Stormwind, which honestly, I still might Stormwind cape the Stormwind anyway because it's faster, right? <laughs> you set your hearthstone to the Iskara Tuscara. And then you, you go to Stormwind, and then you turn on War Mode, you hearth back to Tuscara Escara, and then there's nobody at the soup pot. And you're good to get all the rep you want. Listen, you need to give it up, Grandpa. You don't need to do soup no more. You really don't. I didn't, I, oh, I forgot, I forgot to mention, the rep bag's not worth it. Uh, the gold, I've seen, like, is like max 1k from, from the bags. And what you get is, like, here's a copper file and a copper potion and some pet bandages, and maybe some pet battle coins. There's no hmm. mounts, there's no toys, there's no pets. Wait, it's it's confirmed there's no mounts, no toys? No mounts, no, no pets, fun. no toys. No fun, basically. It's basically just like, thanks for doing the world quest, here's a little baby bonus, and a little baby baby bonus. Because, like, here's the thing, like, I whenever I get, like, bronze potions and stuff from... Uh, any rewards i just vendor them at this point because i know that like they aren't going to sell in the auction because silver ones are better and cheaper on the auction 100 percent vendor them there's, I, I do the same exact thing i don't need this shit <laughs> my, there's, my bag already has too much clutter to begin with i don't need any more okay so second on my little bullet plus bullet list here bullet plist the revival catalyst Okay, the Revival Catalyst? When was the name changed from the Inspiration slash Creation Catalyst? So, it was the Creation Catalyst last expansion. I could have sworn, unless I hallucinated it, that it was supposed to be the Inspiration Catalyst this expansion. But now it's the Revival Catalyst? Where are all of my FTRC stands at? Hey, I'm right here. It's me, the FTR stand. The Revival is the wrestling team, and then they made a new name called FTR, which may probably means fuck the Revival for all you non-wrestling Thank you, thank you. I was leaning back in my chair because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these boys is talking about. I'm just going to wait in the background till I can jump the in again. The greatest tag team in the world alive at this point, basically. Anyway, so that's great. Um, It's about the same. The only thing with the FTRC catalyst is... Um, now you can only use certain pieces of gear you get in the catalyst. So you cannot use crafted gear, which I think is fair. That is 100% fair. Crafters can take advantage of this super seriously. Um, the only gear I think you could use in Shadowlands that wasn't Raid or Mythic Plus gear was the sand, the sand sworn stuff. So now basically like any like regular gear you cannot use for the, for the FTRC catalyst. So for the FTRC, you can only use, um, what is it then? It's stuff from Mythic Plus and PvP, is that it? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, maybe raid pieces, I think raid pieces, are, because like, there's like non, there's like non-tier raid pieces that you can use as well. Gotcha, yeah, 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 that makes sense. It's a little different. I, honestly, this is way too late, I'm not gonna lie. I, I think this should have happened at the minimum a week ago. Minimum, minimum than that, two weeks ago. <laughs> like, I, it's, it, it's, it's, it's been a hard life for some people with this, how bad this fucking loot system is. This is way too late. But better than nothing. As my grandpa always said, something, something better than nothing. 
Oh, he's really on to something there. I think actually when he was telling you that, he was literally referring by like looking into the future. He's like, that, the FTRC, it's too late, but it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Uh, we have some UI updates, which, <laughs> let me tell you, as somebody who's been the number one UI complainer in the world for the edit mode, it's not enough. Simply not enough, but again, as my grandpa always said, Something, something better than nothing. Did they officially fix the whole like party frame is not being able to like be hidden? Can I get rid of these all these add-ons I need now? Finally, I don't think so. Unfortunately, uh, top of the list: experience bars, equipment durability, bags, and the micro button bar can now be adjusted in edit mode. I think this is really interesting because they called it the equipment durability when traditionally it's had the unfortunate name of paper doll. Ew. You know when like your gear is red and broken and it shows you that like that little man? That's called paper doll. Ooh, I'm glad is, they got rid of that. That's a paper doll. I honestly never knew it had an official name. <laughs> I learned that from the book that we got from that uh, John Stats book. That's what it was called originally. Um, you can now use the arrow keys to fine-tune the placement of your elements in edit mode. That sounds fantastic! Thank God, because I know I'm not the only one that had the struggle with trying to, like, make my my portrait and my target's portrait line up. It was quite the struggle for me, honestly. Like, you have pretty shaky hands sometimes when it's like... <laughs> Ugh, it's just, like, legitimately, I don't think that it was... You had to, like purposely offline it to make it look lined up if that makes sense um so that, that's fantastic uh fa oh, this love this major factions map icons are slightly reduced in size to improve map visibility i was complaining about that big fucking button on the map i'm like why is it so fucking big <laughs> it's been smallerized dragon riding world quest have a new racing icon who cares um motion sickness stuff that's fantastic uh it's just like small changes from there on out which i mean like if they keep this shit going i'm cool with that they've also tweaked the talent window so now the reset talents button lets you reset one tree at a time so that way it doesn't reset your entire fucking tree at both sides i think the biggest change of all you can now copy someone's build when inspecting their talents Ooh. i'm super fucking excited for this because I'm going to copy the fuck out of Nuss's ability on his evoker. I'm going to put it on and see what the fuck he's playing with. Because I know that boy has some wrong buttons is on he, him. Is he, oh, I was about to say, is he like beasting you? But it's no, it's just to show specifically. It's like, okay, I st took a mile in your shoes. Why do you have magic flight? We're not even flying in this yes, fight. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm going to see what the hell he's putting on. Because like, obviously I can't look, check, check all those fucking nodes all the time. There's too many nodes. Okay, while we're talking about the talent system, is there a good way right now to compare, like, even between your own preset talents, or, like, one that you're about to put in, what the main differences are? I wish they would make that really obvious, and not have to, like, pretend like you're switching to it, and then cancel it, pretend that you're switching to it, and then try to hope that you can see the difference. 
Which is, that is a super fucking important point, because, like, I don't think anyone's talking about that, because that's exactly what you have to do. I have to focus my eyes in the middle of my screen and use my peripheral vision to figure out what the fuck's different. And I, you, you don't catch it the first time. You have to check both sides, scan both sides, see what's different. It's so stupid. They should make things glow golden that are different. If you go to your chat window in the very bottom, which I know you missed your windows a lot, it does say, you've unlearned this, you've unlearned this. But, like, I don't know if that accounts for, like, the two nodes or the one node. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Um, so that's the main thing. Uh, that's just, It's a lot. And I'm like, I just let me have, like, a compare talents thing and then highlight what is changed between them. Maybe there's an add-on for this or something. Uh, th that's my main complaint with talents right now. I'm hoping there's something that comes later. The more the more you put in the complaint, the more it'll hopefully be answered. There's some other things here, but whatever. You guys can read this on your own. Oh my god, wait, no, this this thing that you have wrote in all caps is probably one of the biggest things that they have ever done in this game. I am so happy about I was, this. I was waiting oh. for us to get here. We will, because we, I we, was we like, will, we will. I, I was done with the talent system, with, with the UI updates is what I was done with. I'm not done with this as a whole. I, I, I know you guys, we, we three here, we three wise men, we appreciate the fuck out of this pole arms will now sit lower on players' backs when sheathed. You know, here's the thing. I believe if somebody did a super cut of our podcast, I believe we've individually complained about this each probably at least once on this show. At least five times, probably. <laughs> we've complained about this a lot. So, like, things just hit... They would, like, place the base of the polearm, like, the very bottom point where your shoulder blade is it makes no sense where the where the point of the bottom end of the polearm is should be at the small of your back so it's barely peeking over it was like it was like you added like 10 feet <laughs> to your height wearing one of these things i would purposely just always like take it off my back to like equip it in my hand just because i thought it looked so awful on like <laughs> on my back like like Aaron's watering can <laughs> hey you don't talk shit about my watering can i love him he's great and i love how far he sticks off of my body you know i wasn't gonna bring it up but not only does it stick off your body weird it's also like backwards well yeah because she's got to grab it with her other hand so that when she brandishes it she's ready to water why haven't they introduced like the opposite why can't you just grab the things with the other hand? You know what I mean? Why do you have to crisscross applesauce every time? Why can't I just go like like a cowboy western? Quick draw, both hands on the guns, fire! Like you don't go, you don't cross your arms for that. I'm just hoping while we're thinking about staves and pole arms and pos positioning and such, there's a lot of races who hold pole arms at like the top ninety five percent next to the blade. Let's get that fixed. I'm tired of Wigglestein holding on to the very endy end of his spear. For sure. Hold it in the middle, please. Yeah, Blizzard, come on. Put, like, let us hold these things in the middle. That's like my other main complaint, and I feel like these complaints from us always come hand in hand. <laughs> We're like, it doesn't look good on our back, it doesn't look good in our hand. What the fuck? Which, like, I guess they're like, well, when you're, when you're brandishing it, you see uh, the character holds it with two hands, and it looks great. Yeah, well, guess what, dingus? Sometimes I want to take my cool sward off my back and show it to people in the city. And what happens? Wigglestein's holding on to the tippy end. He looks dumb. People are already laughing at him enough. That's next in the change log. You fucking better be. Um, I'm going to quick fire through some of these. Actually, this one is actually, this one I think gives me good hope 
for the rest of this tier three version of WoW, which is they're they're updating the creatures and NPCs in. Pardon me. They're updating. They're they're, they're updating elite in the elite areas of naked offensive. Sorry, naked hold. What the hell is Imbu? That's in. I think that's in. That's a Tuscar area, I believe. Cobalt assembly tier hold and the primalist future. So what this means is yes. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm crashing back in. Inbu is a frozen area that's just the same thing. There's like 500k mobs over there. Anyways, flying back out like a kite. Woo! <laughs> so they're 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 updating the enemies and NPCs there. Some rare enemies that showed up on the zone maps outside the elite areas have had their cadence changed to one spawn every 30 minutes. It used to be two spawned every two hours. The health of these rares has been increased as well, so players can reach them before they're defeated. Zareth Mortis. The new elite area rares are the more scheduled rares, and they have rewards on par with the elite rares found in the Obsidian Citadel or Brackenhide Hollow. They are basically, they're like, like hey, we're going to swap out some, some NPCs that are here, swap, swap out some rares and mobs that are here, because, like, these are the areas that are being, like, attacked constantly. Imbu's under attack. Naked Vince is under attack. The Assembly, Tearhold, Primalist Future. So, like, it's like a, almost like a real-life rotation of, like, all right, guys, we're going to tag out. We're tired of fighting here. Now you guys tag in and fight for us. They're bringing in new Colossuses for us to fight. They're bringing in new, new of their beasts for us to fight. If they keep updating, like, the NPCs and things in zones constantly, the game will feel so fresh and so more alive than it normally does. It won't be static from, what, three patches of worth the same thing. It'll be different every time. Yeah, because, like, in Shadowlands or basically any previous expansion, uh, we would just very quickly out-level those areas. We would go back and, like, any one of us, even, like, me as a healer on my priest, could, like, defeat one of these, air quote, elites in, like, two hits. It's the same elite you've been hitting for the past three fucking years. I'm looking at you. What's his name? Stone Mason. What's the guy with the hammer and fucking the maw? The iron forged maw man. Oh yeah, the one next to the big guy who I could not kill for three years. <laughs> yeah, the I big don't, man. I don't fuck uh, with excuse me, Borgeth. It's Borgeth to you guys. Borgeth. Yeah, Borgeth. I don't fuck with Borgeth. The day we left the Shadowlands, Borgeth kicked my ass. And I'm like, oh, bye. What was the other? Armorsmith something. That fucking hammer, man. I'm, I was killing him sometimes. I was mad about it. So this is a fantastic change. I'm, I'm happy about this. Really quick. New Trial of Style cosmetics. It's been long overdue. Thank God. New Trial of Style when it comes out. It's fantastic. Uh, enchants can now be applied to artifact weapons. They're just great. You could not make your, like, um... God, what's the fucking paladin sword called? Fuck me, I shouldn't... Ashbringer. Yeah. And I also feel like they've gone back and forth like three times about whether or not they were going to allow this. Yeah, they kind of hemmed and hawed about it, and now we can finally make your Ashbringer look nice and frosty with the cool enchants you got. Also, I don't know what's happening with WoW in China, but uh, it seems like pretty much NetEase is out. NetEase was so... So, so Blizzard went back to NetEase, right? And they were like, listen... So we want to keep the players playing this game, right? What if <laughs> you guys hosted our servers again for six months while we looked for somebody else to replace us? Now, I don't blame Netties at all for being like, fuck no. Well, why would we fucking do that? You want us to hold your baby while you find somebody else to adopt it? Like right after that? I don't blame them at all. That's a shitty from Blizzard. But also Netties... <laughs> 
Nettie's undecided. You know what we're going to do? We're going to destroy our orc statue you guys sent us. And we're going to live stream it to 300,000 people. No Yes, way. and they did. What? And they did. They broke, that, they broke their big... Um, Gar it's no, it's it's a big grandma statue. He's he's holding his weapon. Now, what's it called? Fuck. And you know the name of it. He he's holding his weapon and they there's Gorhal? Yes, Gorhal. You can there's videos of them just hacking Gorhal to pieces. <laughs> now I wonder, and I don't know, this is just one tidbit I saw. I saw that they were setting up Chinese servers and Taiwanese servers. And I know they do not like referencing the fact that Taiwan exists. Do you think it's like you've offended us too much by splitting them up and then asking us to host both? How dare you, sir? Take this, Garrosh. I think it's like both of them. I think Nettie's, as a Chinese company that controls World of Warcraft, is a distributor. They probably were making demands that were unattainable or wanted them to have, uh, like, you can't have this, this or that. You can't need that, this or this. And if you do, then we get this cut. And Blizzard was like, no, we don't want to do that. Also, we want to give you less money. And you know what I mean? Like, I think they both are probably, like, shitting on each other. So now the deal is done. Blizzard giving China less money? Lol, 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 lol. I would never have believed that back in 2019. Right. How the narrative has changed to, wow, Blizzard is not, is Blizzard is licking China's boots to, wow, Blizzard ruined a great relationship with a Chinese company. And I'm like, you guys are such <laughs> bootlickers. They are looking for a distributor, but I feel so sorry for Chinese WoW players because, like, while the olive branch Blizzard offered to Nettie's was not an olive branch at all, it was a good, it was shit twig. Um, it would have at least kept the WoW players able to play the game. They're not going to be able to play the game. The, the last day of the WoW servers in China right now, until they find a new distributor, January 23rd. Which means, because like, with a new patch, no one's going to be able to Yeesh, patch the game. That is, oh my god, that is like literally just a few days from now. Yeah, so they have a character creation safe thing. Nettie's was like, it's not going to work. You won't be able to use it properly because we don't control it anymore. And it's like, all right, well, hang on. That's a little. So, like, both sides are just being buck wild right now. So, poor Chinese players, honestly. But, you know, a lot of them do cheat. <laughs> a, a lot of y'all do. A lot of y'all do cheat. I'm not gonna lie. I feel bad for you guys, but you guys didn't have to loot roll back in 2019, so maybe you deserved it. I don't know what kind of tigers you guys got over there with your little special tiger cards and shit, but, I mean, like, it does suck, though. It truly does suck. Especially because all the other Asian MMOs are imploding. Didn't play anyway. Lost Ark for three months? Uh, they banned you. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and it was sort of the same rush I get from dunking on J.K. Rowling when I was like, look, good thing I didn't do Lost Ark. Looks like it's a stupid. And, like, the Korean MMOs suck ass. It's like, oh, if you want to be the warrior class, you can only be a male. And if you want to be the flautist, you can only be a female. They separate their, like, specs by gender. When, not down when the middle. When is WoW getting a flautist class? That's the be-all, end-all of this. That's the learning experience from all of this troubles are, when can we get a class that plays the flute? Yeah, for sure. But I believe... Okay, so we've already talked about a lot of the other 10.0.5 things that are coming. Um, just typical things like, you know, we get like white white and gray transmog and... Go make a worgen character to get your top hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, um, obviously... 
the trading post is coming at the beginning of February, which is not with this patch, it's a week after. Um, that's something that's big that's going to be coming. But I think we've already talked about, and it, like with this big news here that we got this week with the official patch notes, and then with everything we previously talked about, I think we've officially talked about everything 10.0.5 that will be dropping in this next reset. Well, actually, the things in the Google Doc we talked about, I just highlighted, there's actually a lot more in there. There's class changes, there's PvP changes, things that we don't care about in general that don't affect us personally. <laughs> so there's no mage changes, so I'm shutting the door on that part. Literally, everyone got changes but me. Check those notes out. But now it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium moon, immune. Kick us off. I'm going to kick us off with a bottom boot. <laughs> and it's a little facetious, but like my bottom boot this week is that I don't know if I mentioned it on podcast. I don't remember, but I got my rep with Rathion to bestie status at some point Ooh, last week. She's my best friend. Is a real bad bitch. Um, and then inherently that means, unfortunately... I need to start becoming friends with Sibelian now if I want all of his things that he offers, mm. his transmogs and the achievement and whatnot. Um, and my bottom boot in particular is having to, with the weekly world quest, choose Sibelian as who I'm pledging my allegiance to. Never in my tenure as a World of Warcraft player have I felt quite so filthy. Dirty boy. I'm right there with you, and the man doesn't even go down on the floor and fight, guys. He sticks in the rafters and just waits by the like <laughs> by the vending machine. No, like he's not my leader of the Black Dragon Flight by any means. But like, do I want his cosmetics and uh, other things? Uh, yeah, so I guess we're gonna be best friends. But like, weirdly enough, I passively got to like rank four out of six with him just by grinding the Rathion stuff. So, like, this will be a pretty quick grind, I feel like. Yeah, it's very quick. Which is why my <laughs> medium moot this week is also about Sibelian. Medium moot. Meow. I, too, am having to become friends with Sibelian. And, like you said, just passively doing Obsidian Sanctum, you get pretty high levels of friendship with him. And this week, I have achieved friendship but 300 points away from best friendship. I have done all of the quests, so the only thing I can do, if I do want to do it this week, is I have to grind out two additional keys from him, Ugh. which isn't tough, but it's just Honestly, annoying. wait until next week, and then you'll get it, like, instantly. Yeah. Yeah. And the worst part, the worst part, was in an attempt to become better friends to boost my liking of him... I did buy his clothes. <gasps> I'm over here and I'm wearing them. Why are you I wearing look like because Sebe- I wanted to be his pal. I look like Sabellian <laughs> Jr. He's over here being like, take our picture, take our picture. We look the same. <laughs> and I'm just I'm, I'm putting my big spiny hand in front of my face, like, don't look at me. Is that Junior Bellion over there? Oh, no. Ticket toxy your ass, man. They see you with their little binoculars. I, I, I can't even talk to the hot worgen 
quartermaster for Rathion because she's like, I thought you stood for shit. And I'm like, I've got like 20 rings for you. And she's like, it's too late to apologize. It's too late. Uh, uh. <laughs> what's slide? Well, so what's your TT, BBMM? At a top two this week. My top two this week is, and then I talk about crafting a lot, obviously. It's very apparent. A real craftaholic over it's there. It's like when Slide Whistle told me a few weeks ago, I think I'm entering my K-pop era. I'm like, just now? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, anyway, so it was. <laughs> I was sitting here. It was a random, I think it was a fucking Tuesday. I had things to do. And somebody, a, another evoker posted in chat, any leather workers online? All caps. And I was like, I know I'm going to regret responding to this guy with a whisper, but I'm going to do it and get some coin. And I did, and this evoker had no idea what he was doing, which is fine. You don't, you don't, you don't have to know what you're doing to enter crafting. If I'll craft for you, I'll walk you, I'll walk with you, baby. Boy, howdy, that I walk with this person. They wanted some boots made, and you can only make these fucking boots at the altar of decay, which you can only do by doing Brackenhide Hollow. I am this close to doing a mythic Brackenhide Hollow and saving the lockout every single week. I should just do it. I should just fucking do it. But the thought of doing it for no reason, it's just. Ugh, I hate being in there. Um, so I explained to this person, I'm like, yeah, I can do it. And he goes, I'll pay you real well. And I was like, oh, shit, he's going to pay me well? I'm getting, like, fucking 60K for this? Like, fuck, I'll give you 10K. And I was like, all right, I mean, that's not making me run the dungeon. You should do it automatically. That's kind of chump change. Sorry, gang. Like, like if, if you're going to make me do the dungeon, you should give me at least 20K. I don't know. Is that crazy? I have to do the whole fucking dungeon. I think a lot of people don't know that to make those boots, you have to run the dungeon. That's the thing. A lot of them don't. I've now been explaining to people that, like, hey, by the way, no one's going to do this for you because you have to do the dungeon. Anyway, so he was like, well, I can run it with you. And I was like, whoa, no one's ever offered that before. So I was like, okay, let's lay out. Let's go. And then I, I, he had no idea what anything. He didn't even. No one knows that because no one understands. Blizzard needs to say, run Altar of Decay or run the dungeon. Anyway, so I took him to the dungeon. We, we crushed the dungeon, and the whole thing, he's whispering me, I'm so sorry, I didn't submit the work order before we got in here. And I was like, oh my god, fucking crushed. So, like, we're like, but, like, it forced me, it literally forced me to interact with the human being I otherwise would not have interacted with. Not only did I interact with him, we ran a dungeon together. I took him to the crafting table. We both vomited on the altar together in unison. <laughs> I don't, it, it was kind is that of, a part of it? Yeah. Or did you just slash vomit? No, no. When you when you click on the altar of decay behind the last boss, um, there are two options: are use crafting table, uh, or vomit. It's literally just called vomit. And when you press it, mm. you just vomit. <laughs> so we both went and vomited on it. And he, he was like, "Do I vomit on this?" And I was like, "You can if you want." And then he was, and I went. And it was just it was just weird and like it was it was funny and like wholesome and like I'm like I would never be doing this right now if, like I didn't this man. I, I feel like uh the new Dragonflight's uh professions have really added another layer of like old school WoW feel. Like we don't know like the oldest school of WoW what it felt like, but like it definitely has encouraged like a whole new level of community interaction. Like trade chat is actually trade chat now. <laughs> Yeah, and like I'm doing this thing with people. Like I don't know. Like I, I, I was fun. And at the end of the day, like we, we worked together. I got him the, the cheapest materials he could buy. He paid me 10k. My inspiration procked in the first craft. He was like, "Thank you so much." Now I'm raid ready. My my raid won't won't hate me for being low DPS or having bad boots. And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." Like any, I said, "Hey, if you need anything else, 
You know the name. It's BYE. Whisper me. Um, that has to be slogan that I'm going with right now in trade chat. But uh, how smooth, how very Saul Goodman of you. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta make money somehow. I don't know. It's just really fun. And again, I'm for the million time I'm gonna praise crafting. I do, I do recognize it's not fair for everybody. If you fucked it up, there should be one reset. One, just one reset button. It's once. Uh, that's it. Throw us into our beautiful patrons. Well, you know I will. Their names are Command Sergeant Major Tijerla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey, Ahoy Vince, Ensign slash Drag Race, Azarin, Digital Dave, a little earlier, because last time you talked about dead people in front of him. Mitch, who wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy. He's a literal child. Crucifix, Cardicay, Saracen Hawk, new patron, Seisha Sen Soup. Ahoy, Dorno! What up, Vince? Ahoy, hoy, hee, hoy. <laughs> Gershom says, um, okay, January babies. Hoax, asking Growlina to say, for the horde. Speaking of which, Archmage Muv from Wormrest Accord Horde. Adam N, Ickus, Vanderlyle, Generational Talent, and the Excellence of Execution Smurf to Base God, Slide Whistle says, Fuck Craig. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. Damn, our patrons list is getting hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Hey, well, I may, I may have to start hitting that with the uh, the one point five times speed here. You all are so very generous. If you want to join these lovely patrons, as said previously, five minutes into the podcast, go to do not relent. No, <laughs> patreon.com slash do not relent. We are immediately going into our next bonus episode after this, where we have predetermined. No wheel this week. We're talking ghost stories, baby. We're talking about ghosts. I'm going to try to call my mom and see if she answers. She might not, so don't let that encourage you. She usually does not answer when I don't talk to her for a couple days. Anyway, with that, if you have any comments, questions, complaints, concerns, cookbook recipes, bad dragon news dildos, send them to us at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Or personally to me at NavaraCoffin at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big A Cheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. We're done. We're gone. We'll see you guys next week. And with that, that means that... Another down. Do not relent. You pointed at me oh. in particular. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. oh, if I didn't point, A it wouldn't new have outro. New year. It's for us to try something new spicy. How it feels. It's a spicy meatball. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC Network representing U.S. Proudmoore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.